Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined by InsideTexas.com publisher Eric Nolene. Uh, We're here for our weekly State of the Program segment. Each and every week, uh, Eric and I try to take and talk about all of the big picture items going on within the uh, University of Texas Athletic Program. How are you doing today, Eric? I'm doing great, Bobby. How are you? You know, trying to get along. Texas gets a big commitment right out of the gate on a Wednesday morning, and and we're we're sitting here uh, talking about it bright and early. Trey Owens out of uh, Cy Fair, the big uh, strong-arm quarterback, commits to the Longhorns. What do you know about Trey? Uh, tell us a little bit about him. Uh, I got tipped off on him in uh, August uh, about how serious the program was about him. You know, they needed a, they, they knew that they were going to have to go in a different direction after landing Arch Manning. Uh, they, you know, they had Julian Sand kind of queued up, uh, but that wasn't going to work out. He didn't want to follow Arch, which is, you know, pretty understandable. But they had already been working on Owens. They, they treated him, uh, even though he didn't have an offer for quite a while, they were, uh, you know, they, they were treating him like a hot commodity. He had, he camped at he camped at Texas with Arch when Sayan was there, and uh, I think Derek Lagway was maybe the other one. But uh, so he was he was rolling in high cotton already. They they were treating him like they knew that they would have to have to go in that direction. Um, to me, I've kind of likened him to Austin Novosad in the previous cycle. Austin was uh, committed to Baylor very early. Uh, he became a hot commodity. Ohio State made a run at him. A and M made made a run at him, and it wasn't until uh, Will Stein uh, went to Oregon that he finally actually flipped. So I think that's sort of the market for uh, Owens eventually is, you know, those, those bigger schools will, will try to make a run at him. Uh, I think by then it's going to be too late. I think, I think Texas played this uh, perfectly well. He's a high upside passing prospect. It might take him a little while to get to where he needs to go, but uh, clearly with the quarterback room stacked in front of him, uh, he's going to have plenty of time to develop. Texas Tech has a really good history of picking out quarterbacks and they were high on uh, Owens as well. I think that was, a team that I was watching for early in that recruitment. Uh, but uh, I think his uh, relationship with uh, A.J. Milwee and uh, Steve Sarkeesian eventually won the day. Uh, quick note, uh, each and every week, our state of the program is brought to you by the Lowy Law Firm uh, there in Austin. Specializes in uh, The Lowy Law Firm specializes in results for his clients, whether it's a tragic car wreck, an accident in the workplace, or a serious or catastrophic injury. Adam Lowy is who you want to call. Call Adam today at 512-280-0800 or reach him online at lowylawfirm.com for a free consultation. And remember, Adam focuses on results. Uh, well, we need some results next on this one. Uh, Texas is in need of a wide receivers coach mm-hmm. after losing Brennan Marion uh, to UNLV and Marion taking an offensive coordinator's role for the Rebels. Um, your thoughts on where Texas might be going. You've had... You've been following this, the ins and outs of uh, of this hire. Uh, where is it at today as far as you know, Eric? Yeah, we finally got a coaching search to follow. I was uh, having some serious withdrawals. You know, it had been too long. Um, you know, we're kind of tracking uh, Justin Johnson at Baylor. Uh, he's a running backs coach, uh, but he's, he played wide receiver at U of H. Uh, he's coached wide receivers in the past. Um, you know, he's he's another guy has got a ties to uh, Jeff Banks. Um you know, from his time at AM, he was a graduate assistant at AM when Banks was there, and he worked with the wide receivers with David Beatty. Uh, he's got a really good reputation as a recruiter. Uh, it's, it is a bit different um, that he's not coaching wide receivers right now because you'd expect or you, you'd assume Sark would have a guy that was uh, already already coaching receivers, but we're not saying it's going to be him. We're also uh, trying to track down Holman Wiggins, uh, wide receiver coach at Alabama. Uh, Sark almost brought him to Texas the first time, but, uh, but uh, Nick Saban cut that off. At the pass, 
you know, that that's another name we're watching. Rashad Sample's name always comes up, uh, you know, during these situations. And and I do believe that there uh, there might be some interest there. But I'm not exactly sure what direction Texas is going to go. Uh, if it's not Justin Johnson or Holman Wiggins, then, uh, then, you know, maybe he gets a call or maybe it goes in a different direction. But right now, those are the two main guys that we're, uh, we're tracking. Uh, a couple other guys to, to, for people to be aware of, right? Margin right. Hooks, who played with Sark at, B- at BYU, is now a trainer of uh, high school players in the, the uh, Metroplex area, primarily uh, in DFW. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He's a guy that is a remote possibility, at least someone that, that Sark is going to talk to, probably because he, he respects his uh, opinion on uh, receivers in general. But anyways, keep that one in mind. Kerry Colbert, who played for Sark, is now the receivers coach. Uh, at Florida, uh, and Sark actually talked to him the first go-round, but Colbert had already decided to go on to Florida. Uh, and then Justin Stepp, uh, a wide receivers coach out of South Carolina, uh, also a, a guy that we're monitoring. And to be fair, Eric, there could be a name out there that we're just unaware of right now. We don't think he's necessarily focused in on any one guy quite yet, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would be surprised if there wasn't a name we didn't know about. Um, you know, th- it, I'm not going to say he has to hurry, but he kind of does have to hurry because the portal's heating up and um, and, you know, the window's going to close on the 18th. That's coming up relatively quickly. Uh, so you would like to have somebody in place to. So when you make your push for your portal players, uh, you know, you've got someone not only helping you, but also that somebody that helps you, uh, you know, steal the deal on these guys. Yep. Speaking of the portal, let's that's a perfect segue. Let's talk about it. Uh, Longhorns adding Jalen Catalan on Monday, uh, the three-year starter at Arkansas. If he weren't injured, uh, all SEC as a true as a redshirt freshman, ball hawk, five interceptions throughout his career. Uh, what do you think he does to this uh, Texas defense immediately and his impact? Yeah, I mean he's a ball hawk, but he's also running back after the interception too. So it's um, you know it's, it's, he he truly flips the field. He's not usually uh, just catching the ball and, and falling to the ground. He's he flips the field pretty quickly. Uh, he's also um, he's also a bowling ball downhill as a tackler. Uh, you know he's he's quite physical. I think he's going to be perfect for the boundary, uh, assuming he can stay healthy. Boundary's able to freelance a little bit. He's got tremendous instincts. Uh, this is all going back to high school. He's basically as good as he was in high school. He, he was that, that good in college, and that's when. <laughs> That's when you know they're headed to the NFL. Um, obviously, injuries have derailed him to this point. If he stays healthy, uh, one DBU grade views him as the, the best safety Texas has had in a long time. But, uh, you know, he's got to stay healthy. And it, while the same time that they're uh, assimilating him into the program and, and he's learning the playbook, they need to make sure that they're developing everybody else, too, because, uh, you know, they might have to depend on him. Yeah, I mean, right now the Texas secondary looks pretty salty heading into next year. Um, Tons of experience. Yeah, with with the addition of uh, not only Jalen Catalan, but also Gavin Holmes, the transfer uh, from uh, Wake Forest, uh, add that to what you have coming back and guys like Ryan Watts, Jaron Thompson, even Jade Barron. Uh, Talk about Terrence Brooks on the outside being a little bit more versatile guy, maybe. Uh, we'll see how it, it plays out. Uh, Michael Taft coming back too, Keaton Crawford. 
a lot of experience, a lot of starters in the secondary. Let's talk about other pieces of the portal, though, Eric. Uh, what are you hearing there as it relates to wide receiver recruiting potentially uh, with the Longhorns in the portal in the coming days? Well, Gary Bryant went in from uh, USC the other day. Um, the problem there is not really a problem, but it's you know not ideal, is that uh, he doesn't graduate, I think, until uh, April, March or April. They have the, uh, the different semester situation over there at USC. Um, I think, you know, I think to me that that's perfect, though, because he could be a fail safe in case nothing pops in this uh, window. Um, they'll be able to shift focus to him. He, he's he's he can obviously start at Texas. He's that talented. Uh, he sat out this season, uh, but he's a good player. So in a way, you like that he's not um, not on a quicker timeline because Texas can always uh, divert their attention to him if they need to. Uh, but but most of my focus is on who's going in in, the, in this next couple of days. If nobody goes in these next couple of days, I'll be surprised, uh, and that that will be a bit of a bad beat for the uh, for the program. Uh, but like I said, they could go to Gary Bryant if they need to. And Bryant, uh, a guy that to your point sat out most of this year, took a redshirt season under Lincoln Riley, caught forty plus balls under Clay Helton the year prior. Uh, right. So he is a proven commodity on the D one level. He's a good player. Yeah, exactly, and that. And I feel like uh, Texas needs that. Uh, you and I have talked about this. We think that Sark next year is likely to play more three wides, right? Right. Uh, as the offensive line grows up, the return of Christian Jones only adds to that fact, right? And so um, if, if that were to happen, Texas is going to need a wide receiver three to match with Jordan Whittington and Xavier Worthy. Sure. Yeah, no doubt about that. It you know, if, if in November somebody would have said that Tavondre Sweat, Jordan Whittington, and Christian Jones would return to Texas, I would have called them crazy. Uh, so that, Texas has had yeah. some good developments this offseason already. But, yeah, you know, they need another reliable wide receiver. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I, I think they need two wide receivers. You know, we'll see how we'll see how the, 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 the ball breaks, ball bounces these next couple of days. Well, it's interesting, Eric. They, they return 10 of 11 starters now on offense. Right. I don't know that I can remember a, a year where Texas – brought back 10 of 11. We'll have to do some research on that, but that's, yeah, uh, you know, that's, that's quite a bit. Um, uh, Eric, in your uh, scoop piece uh, on Monday, uh, I thought it was interesting. Uh, of course, I think 13 or 14 guys arrived on Monday, 14. Tuesday, to start, 14 to start yeah. workouts uh, right. and get it going uh, for the new semester. These are new enrollees slash midterm, uh, uh, midterm uh, guys from the portal. What were your thoughts uh, and what are you hearing behind the scenes on those guys as a whole? I thought it was an interesting uh, topic that you put out there on Monday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, first of all, before they even arrived, the coaches were very excited about them. Obviously, they know them well. Um, you know, they felt that they had good success last year with early enrollees, but this class is entirely different. Um, you know, there's there's more of them. Uh, they're elite. It's the elite guys in the class, and they think that they're, they're much closer to being ready to play than your typical group of freshmen that, that, that arrive. And so – given that extra semester that they have to work with them, they're quite excited. Uh, since they've arrived, you know, that they've lived up to the hype, you know, they're viewed as eager, 
enthusiastic, uh, highly coachable, uh, self-motivated, uh, and, and fun to be around. You know, the, the, you know, everybody's liking being around them. You know, that added energy is always good to the program. Uh, but these guys are ready to go. I think eager and enthusiastic is the word. Um, you know, they're sponges. They're trying to learn everything they can. Uh, basically, they're, they're living up to exactly what the hopes were, uh, you know, before before they arrived. You know, the coaches are extremely excited to have them on campus. Um, and, the, you know, they're already showing to be, uh, you know, very coachable. I, I want to uh, ask you this. I mean, Arch Manning, obviously, Cedric Baxter, uh, Jonte Cook, all those guys already on campus. Malik Muhammad. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's the elite the elite guys in the class. are Not all of them, but, you know, it's quite a few of the elite Anthony guys. Anthony Hill. Anthony Hill, right? He's on campus as well. I think I think somebody said the fifteen or the fourteen enrollees would have been a top uh, would have been like a, the number fifteen class in the nation if it was just them. If it was just that, just to give you an idea of, uh, you know, I haven't fact checked that, but it sounds about right. Yeah, that that's a, that's an amazing factor, and uh, I'm interested to see how they do this spring. Uh, spring brawl, I believe, kicks off the first week of March, the sixth, eighth, and tenth, uh, I believe. Uh, so we'll be following that. It's just right around the corner. Uh, time is moving fast again on us uh, we're focused primarily on the receivers coach uh, opening but there's also a personnel opening uh, right now in the personnel department and uh, Jerry Hamilton is saying that he believes and I think inside Texas now reporting that it might be two hires instead of just one to replace Chris Gilbert who's off to uh, North Texas Jerry hearing that there might be one guy for Dallas Fort Worth and one guy for Houston how they are articulated or are set up is a different story um, Eric, are you hearing anything on that end? I mean, we've, we've heard some names, but anything really uh, uh, pressing right now that you're aware of? Yeah, well, we know Kendall Miller was a target. Um, you know, I'm not sure that he's going to take the job. I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I tend to think that he won't take it. Um, he's at Frisco Emerson, which is a startup. <clears throat> he was at Lakeview Centennial for quite a while. He's president-elect of the THSCA, uh, obviously a very well-known guy. Uh, I'm not sure it's going to be him. You know, I, they, they, whoever it is is going to have gigantic shoes to fill after Chris Gilbert. I, I think Gilbert uh, did that role about as well as you possibly could. Um, and then as far as the assistant, you, you know, you probably wouldn't find that guy until you have, after you talk to the first guy. Uh, you know, the first guy is going to be a big dog in the THSEA. Uh, you would want to pick his brain probably before you go uh, go after him. But, yeah, I do, I do think that they uh, want to split it ideally between DFW and Houston. Makes a lot of sense. I know Texas would like to recruit Houston better. Um, you know, it's, Houston last year was a down cycle. It, it seems like the Houston area ebbs and flows way more than DFW, where DFW seems to be much more consistent. Some cycles, uh, Houston is amazing. Some cycles, it kind of it tends to go away. Uh, but I tend to think that that might be more misses on us and uh, the lay people uh, than Houston actually being down. Because you know, five years from now, there's going to be more. There's going to be some NFL guys out of Houston that were were not very highly rated. So that could just be on. Uh, people not hitting the pavement hard enough in Houston, including Texas, and and them wanting to uh, wanting to have better information on the ground. Yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, I, I've seen that through the years. Whether it's, I mean, I, gosh, what's the corner that went to Wheatley that ended up at Baylor and is now yeah. one of the best? Um, yeah, they had, two, they had Wheatley had two guys that year. Uh, one went to U of H. He got drafted high. The Baylor guy got drafted high. Uh, Slater, the kid out of uh, Missouri City, uh, went it, to Northwestern. North Rashawn Slater, you know, it, it tends to happen. I think it, I think it happens probably more often than not in Fort Bend County than, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it just seems to happen uh, 
pretty frequently where guys in Houston fall through the cracks more so than than any other uh, metropolitan area somehow. I mean, maybe it's just because there's so many of them. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, talking uh, with Eric Nolene, publisher of InsideTexas.com. Uh, we have a special right now going through uh, the right up until the start of football season. Uh, you can get a, a subscription to Inside Texas for just $30 all the way until <clears throat> August 31st. It's really a great deal. It'll take you through spring ball. The majority of recruiting nowadays happens during the spring and summer months. Uh, oh, yeah. so we'll be having that. Uh, and you can already tell that uh, recruiting is well underway with commitment uh, today of Trey Owens, the quarterback out of SciFair. Uh, Cy uh, hook him to you, uh, Trey Owens. Uh, Texas uh, plays basketball tonight uh, against TCU at the Moody uh, Center. TCU comes in ranked number 17 <laughs> in the country. The Longhorns, I believe, at number 10 right now. Uh, this episode of Stay of the Program is brought to you by Adam Lowy of the Lowy Law Firm. Uh, the Lowy Law Firm specializes in results for its clients. Adam is who you want to call if you have an injury, uh, a car wreck, any kind of uh, problem in the workplace. Call Adam today at 512-280-0800 or reach him online at LowyLawFirm.com for a free consultation. And remember, Adam focuses on results. Uh, Eric, one final question for you. Uh, we are looking at, uh, you know, it's the it's a week of portal action, really, right? That's kind of what we're thinking uh, right now. There may still be some guys announcing that they're returning or leaving or whatever. There's there's, there's all or test the portal. We don't even know this. Uh, you look forward in your in your uh, magic eight ball right now. What do you think we see we see in the next week's time out of this Texas program? Well, I, I still believe Texas is going to land a good wide receiver in January. So, you know, uh, don't pin your hopes to me uh, or do. If you pin your hopes to me and I come through, make sure you sign up. Uh, <laughs> if I don't come through, then uh, leave us a kind uh, remark in the bottom here. Uh, that's just our, you know where the information points us to Texas is going to land a wide receiver in January. I think it's going to be a good one. Texas could potentially still land two wide receivers in January. Uh, and they would both be good, uh, but we'll see. Gary Bryant's there in case they don't, um, kind of the break glass in case of emergency. But I do think they'll land a wide receiver. Um, I'm not so bullish on them landing an edge. I also don't think the needed edge there is quite as great as it appears on on the field this season because, you know, they're playing next season. <laughs> it's not this season, next season. Uh, so they've got time to develop so all those numbers that they've taken and all that talent that they've taken. Uh, but wide receiver is a massive need. Um, you know, they, they, they cannot go into next season with the current uh, makeup. There's just too many questions about it. So uh, let's see how January unfolds on a, a wide receiver before we get too concerned. All right. Uh, Eric Nolene, publisher, InsideTexas.com. Thanks for joining us. I'm Bobby Burton. This has been the state of the program on Texas football.